What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. What's happening? Hey, how you doing, man? Men Good. In black today. Look at us. Oh, look at that. Hey, hey. Is yours black or blue? Black. Black, but I got the blue light. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, Has Madness started yet? Kind of, sort of, last night with the uh, first four in. Shout out to the uh, Fighting Brad Porces of Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, for getting through. Pitt gets through. Chrissy Andrews' liability still remains intact. He'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, that was his greatest liability. His greatest liabilities (laughs) if Pitt wins the national championship. Um, On the show today, Matt Brown will join us, co-host of The Handle. We'll talk Valspar Championship. How's the come down for you, Kelly, from uh, the Players' Championship to Valspar? Equally bettable? Just as bettable? Yeah, I got no problems with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Matt, Matt was kind of bringing that up on the podcast yesterday. He's like, what a letdown. I'm like, hey, look, these are the these are hey. the events I've actually won mo- money at this year so far. So uh, let's keep these going. Well, uh, not a great field, but at the top, pretty good. Um, Mike Pritchard to talk NFL with us. Paul Carr, it is the Champions League. He's got a couple Champions League picks as well. And Will Hill who currently leads, again, the uh, the college basketball contest going on here. It's the Circa College Hoops Challenge is what they're calling it. Uh, yeah, did, did it take us five months and we got the official name? Well, I just like the Matt Eumann's Invitational. <laughs> I, I like, I like people the, can latch cir- on to the that. Circa Matt Eumann's Invitational. Yeah. Because obviously Circa should get – they should get their, their name in there because I believe Derek's running money again, right? Humans wants to bring it to Maui every year. Just do the contest in Maui. Everybody <laughs> goes down there. That's what he does, right? Uh, so Will Hill will join us for not one but two segments to talk. Nothing but March Madness. He was on the Beating the Book March Madness podcast the other day, which, by the way, I encourage all of you all to listen to. Uh, Wishnev, Parlay, Will Hill, and myself. Just so much fun doing that, bracket by bracket. But Will will come on, and he will talk about uh, some of the things he talked about on that pod, including a Final Four pick from him that you won't believe. How about that, Kelly? A Final Four pick from him that you won't believe. Let's go. I like it. And it's not Pitt. Just want to throw that out there. Um, we also got to do – you and I are going to enter a uh, – we're going to do a draft for, the, for March Madness. Draft, yes, sir. Five-team draft to win it all? That's right. What's the prize? I don't know. I'll have to figure that out during one okay. of the breaks. Maybe maybe another something. Or, well, the crew will get something in the future. We'll throw some cash down or okay. something. Okay. Um, you know, when you when you approach March Madness, first of all, let me just say this. Tennis last night, we ended up 1-2 and two yesterday. Do you know why we ended up 1-2 and two instead of our fifth 2-1 day of the tournament? Why that? Because Tommy Paul squandered not one, not two, 
not three. Wait for it, Kelly. There's more. Not four. Not five. But six match points last night. <sighs> Come on, Tommy! Some losses leave a mark. Uh, that would be one of them. And yet, even with all the calamity, because we have two other matches, I said we were two points away in two other matches from uh, winning in straights, <clears throat> we still may have uh, may end up with a winning tournament. And that's before the Ega Carlos future. So we uh, no tennis picks today. Let me just start there. No tennis picks as they go to the quarterfinals, half the quarterfinals of both the men's and the women's side in what has been a fantastic tournament uh, down in Indian Wells. But what a brutal, another brutal loss for us last night. But we say that when you when you're when you're good at something, the brutal losses are going to far outweigh the uh, the uh, the thin wins. I, when you when you approach March Madness, you want to always get in every little point that you want to get in. Um, and as we now are in, you know, day three here, as as the the madness itself, the sixty four team madness begins tomorrow. Just a couple points I want to make. One, we had Ed Feng on yesterday from the Power Rank. Um, I failed to bring up something that Ed Feng has been great at mentioning through the years. And that is when we do sports betting content, we we tend to be in a realm where we never bring up polls, never bring up polls, certainly not preseason polls like AP polls, both are in college or, or college football or college basketball. And the reason is there's a little bit of a I know it's not a too cool for school element. It's just that we're, we're only interested in betting markets, right? We care less about these polls. The polls, in fact, help us for perhaps find value. Well, Ed Feng has always made a great point about the AP preseason poll. And that is that it actually is a great predictor of what might happen in March Madness in a way that you might not imagine. And Ken Pomeroy, who, of course, wrote the Bible on college basketball analytics and is still writing that Bible on a daily basis, uh, he put out a tweet here. In the 64-team era, to that point, there have been 36 teams to enter the tournament as a one or two seed that were not ranked in the preseason AP poll. They've combined for zero Final Fours, averaging fewer than two wins per tournament. Good luck, he says, to Purdue and Marquette, to whom that applies this year. Purdue and Marquette not in the preseason AP poll. They were not ranked in the preseason AP poll. And what that comes down to, Kelly, is one of these things where, and this is a, it's a great sort of reflection of how the, the sports betting brain works, which is, for some reason in college football, we understand that a TCU can have a break here and a break there and a break there, let's say twice, three times, and still end up as far inferior to the Alabamas and the Ohio States and the, uh, the other blue bloods, the Georgias of the world, because we, we get that they had, our brain can process those two or three times, but they're still going to be viewed as widely inferior. In college basketball, when there's 30-plus games, our brain doesn't process that as a small sample size, but yet it really is. We say that with, uh, with our pro football handicapping contest, right? It's 85 games a year yeah. in these contests, and someone does really well. We're like, oh, my God, that guy's amazing. 85 games is really a, an aberrational sample size. By the way, two years might be two. 170 picks, or I guess what it is now, 180, because there might be five extra, extra picks now uh, with an 18th week. So this is what Ken Pomeroy and Ed Feng before that have really been referring to. Actually, the AP preseason poll might serve as a good guardrail or as a good guide for you when filling out your bracket. And what he's pointing out here, and we, it's really small, but you see the number one seeds on the left, the number two seeds, this is since 1985, Kelly. Since 1985, the number one seeds have averaged, what is that, 1.83 wins per tournament? 
And the number two seeds have averaged one point. I think it says five nine. I can't see the small print, but but you get it. It's less than two. One point eight three and one point five. Okay, yep. there you go. So just something to think about if you're if you've got Purdue and Marquette winning at all. I have Purdue getting to the Final Four. It's a whole other story. Now the other thing is a lot of people have been asking me about survivor pools, and I am I am heartened. I am warmed by all the people who have tweeted in and said, "I've Gil, I'm in my first survivor pool. Uh, your enthusiasm has rubbed off on me. I sought one out. I'm in one." NCAA Survivor Pool. To me, it is the greatest betting vehicle there is. Um, and people are asking, okay, what's the advice? And I always say it's, ch- it's chess, not checkers. Uh, Kelly, ready for advice that sounds really simple that most first-time Survivor players don't think of or don't think of until it's too late. Yeah, what do you get? This is the biggest thing. So, again, remember with Survivor, typically the way that they're arranged is you pick a team every day, can't use them again, but remember you got to leave teams available so that when you get to the Elite Eight, the Final Four, the championship game, you still have them available because if you're tapped out, you're done also. Yeah. And someone else is still picking. The biggest sort of little detail I can bring up for first-time Survivor players is remember from week one to week two, in other words, from the round of 64 to the Sweet 16 week, for some reason, a lot of first-time Survivor players just sort of they turn their brains off and they're like, oh, yeah, the team's playing on Thursday and the team's playing on Saturday. That will still be the case the following week. They'll play first. Then the team's playing Friday and Saturday will still play Friday and, excuse me, Friday and Sunday will still play Friday and Sunday the next week. Remember that that shifts. Know your scheduling because if you don't know that, right, then you'll also get torpedoed. Optionality is the key with survivor pools. You have to leave yourself options because otherwise, if you don't think about how that scheduling gets skewed from week one to week two, you'll end up having to, I don't know, hit a two-team parlay, let's say on a Friday or a Saturday, where you're counting on somebody else to lose. Now I'm getting in the weeds. People are like, wait, I don't get a two-team parlay. <laughs> but, but just know that fact. Like, Just keep that in mind when you go from week one to week two. If you're, if you're good enough to or if you're, you're fortunate enough to advance past week one, just know that it doesn't work out that way scheduling-wise. It seems like a very simple point. You'd be shocked at how many people play for the first time are like, oh, yeah, I'm behind the eight ball because I forgot about that little detail. So there's that. So many ways to bet this tournament. DraftKings, shout-out to DraftKings, who has put out just all kinds of ways. Now, did you see this, Kelly? I didn't see this this morning, but some people are saying there's a total on, like, hey, the sixth seed... Um, total number of games, is it six seeds collectively win or four seeds collectively win? I think that's a cool way to bet this as well because if you have, like, you look at my uh, championship formula, Creighton is in that championship formula, right? They're still alive. UConn is still. So if you can bet it that way, that's a pretty creative way to bet the uh, NCAA tournament. Perhaps it's not those two teams. Perhaps there's another team that you think will advance far, so that's a cool way to bet it. The other one is DK has... You know, to make the Final Four, they have to make the Elite Eight. They have to make the Sweet 16 as well. And they do it all in one big market where it goes from the Houstons and the Alabamas, Alabamas all the way to, you know, the 60th overall seed, 64th overall seed. Um, just to give you an idea and a better sort of snapshot of it, just here's a, here's a few pods, if you will. Because remember, you just have to win two games here. Here's one from the South. Here's one from the East. Here's one from the Midwest that a lot of people, when filling out their brackets, or a lot of the pundits, when they've gone over the bracket, have said, oh, this could be a very interesting team to advance to the Sweet 16. So just look at it like this. In the South, there's that pod that has San Diego State, Virginia, Charleston, and Furman. Remember, they just have to win two games. If you think Charleston and Furman might be live to win a couple games, a lot of people do. 
Charleston, you can get it four to one. Furman, you get it plus seven fifty. Now remember, some of these are going to be worse than a uh, rollover parlay. Some of them are going to be better. East, where Purdue, we all assume, is going to beat the winner of Texas Southern, Fairly Dickinson. Remember, the other bracket in that pot is Memphis and Florida Atlantic. That might be the most interesting of all of them. Memphis to get to the Sweet 16, 4-1. to one. Florida Atlantic, the Owls, 6-1 to one to get to the Sweet 16. Huh. Hoop, hoop. Again, you got to be real creative how you bet. There's so many different ways to bet. There's a pot in the Midwest, just as an example. Indiana, Miami, Drake, and Kent State. Indiana playing Kent State in the first round. Kent State, 6-1. to one. Drake, plus 475. So many ways to bet this, obviously, beyond just uh, picking a winner to win it all. We'll come back. Will Hill with a surprise Final Four team, and I do mean surprise, next on a numbers game at Visa, the sports. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. That's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. It's super simple. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Skill Alexander is Kelly Bidlin. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the sports betting network. Uh, Kelly, big moves in free agency and trades yesterday in the National Football League as we await the inevitable Aaron Rodgers-New York Jets alliance. Signing. By the way, Aaron Rodgers supplying the Jets with a wish list of free agents that includes OBJ, Lazard, and Cobb, Mercedes Lewis, like we said yesterday, Driver, Jennings, Jordy Nelson, all of them. Only green M&Ms in his locker. That's right. Um, As we await that, Cowboys, the Cowboys traded a fifth-round pick for Stephon Gilmore yesterday while re-signing Leighton Vander Esch to a two-year deal. That move for Stephon Gilmore is... Probably a better move than having signed Jalen Ramsey, which the Dolphins did. Cost them less. Less of a gamble, I think. Great move for the Cowboys. And then the Panthers and Andy Dalton reached a deal. You viewed that. That was interesting how you viewed that, Kelly, because your immediate reaction was, oh, no, they're drafting Anthony Richardson. Was that a, is that a correct reflection of your reaction to that? Um, I'm more concerned about it today than I was 24 hours. Concerned ago, because you have both Bryce Young and 
and Stroud. Tickets. Yes, but heavy on Stroud like you. So okay. Heavy on Stroud like you. So uh, I think my, you know, we've heard a couple draft people, uh, or I've heard a couple draft people talk about that where if it's if it's Stroud or Young, they would think they're just starting game one. But Anthony Richardson, you might need to sign a veteran quarterback to play, you know, play a few games to get before he gets going in there. So I don't know. I thought Dalton was. He was big of enough of a name to concern me a little bit yesterday. Uh, I did not read into that, but who knows? Well, we said yesterday, who knows who they're drafting? It hasn't affected the odds at all. By the way, Andy Dalton, what a career he has forged as a backup quarterback now through the years. And then the other big one here before we get to Will Hill, because we want to get his college basketball, um, because there was the Lions reach a three-year deal with David Montgomery. That's a crowded backfield. The Eagles are going with uh, Rashad Penny and Miles Sanders is goodbye. But the other one was, I did not see this coming. Darren Waller traded by the Raiders to the Giants for a third-round pick, the 100th pick in the draft. You could get Darren Waller for the 100th pick in the draft, and I get it. He's been hurt over the last couple years, but dude is a beast if he's healthy. So if you're like a Washington or Philly fan, like this was no special Washington fan. This was not a good day with the Cowboys getting Gilmore and the Giants getting Waller. Let me ask you this. So, so Robert Griffin III, RG3, tweets, Darren Waller just got married to Kelsey Plum of the Las Vegas Aces, and Josh McDaniels' wedding present was to trade him to the New York Giants. McDaniels is not a romantic, and Kelsey Plum tweets above it, probably because he wasn't invited to the wedding, LOL. <laughs> Two questions. Star one, guard from the Aces. One, did you know that Darren Waller and Kelsey Plum were a thing, let alone that, let alone that they got married? Okay, yes. I mean, yeah, I knew they were a thing. I didn't know they got I married. I did not know that. I guarantee you Wes knew that. But, you know, I, I didn't know that they just got married. I knew they were a thing, but I had the same reaction you did when I found that out like seven months ago. So, yeah. Well, the don't se- feel bad. The second thing is, am I the only <laughs> one who's stunned by this trade? I am stunned uh, by no, this no, trade. No, no, I am stunned too. But I think the way to think about this, I think if you're if you're a Giants fan, right, it's the, it's the pick they got back for trading Kadarius Tony. So everybody that was flipping out about losing Kadarius Tony, right. think about it like you basically just flipped Kadarius Tony for Darren Waller. So at the end of the day, not a bad deal. I think it's a pretty that's a pretty good deal. Will Hill joins us, ladies and gentlemen. You can find him at not the Will Hill, uh, funniest guy in the room at all times. I'll try to bring out the funny in him. No pressure. Uh, but most notably, he is in first place currently, ladies and gentlemen, of the circa. College Hoops Challenge Whoa. with 10 games to go. He's 23-11-1 nursing. And I do mean nursing. A two-game lead over both three-man weaves, Jim Root, and our own Tim Murray. How you doing, Will? Yo, I actually had a funny moment just now. I'm listening to the opener of the show. You're talking Survivor. I'm starting to go through it and map out my strategy, sort of space out a little bit. And I said, oh, bleep. I think I got to go on. And I sprint over to the computer to uh, <laughs> to join you. But, uh, yeah, do you know who you're going with in Survivor yet, or are you rather I, not say? I, no, I don't even know. I haven't really okay. sat down. I just like, paid my money yesterday, so I got all the administrative sure. stuff done, but I'm ready to go. You? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I mean, like three of them. And of course, you know, three different ones. It's like the football one. Yeah, I got three you go entries. all in on the same ones. Yeah. Do you sort of space it out? It's uh, it, it's a lot of fun, but it, it gets a little stressful. But I, you know, I, I'm with you. And I think you've talked about this with football where you, you want to win it. It's not about surviving. It's about winning. So right. you got to keep that in mind. You got to take risks. And especially because right. the ties are aggregate scoring of, you know, you got you're incentivized to take risks of the uh, lower seed. So Keep that in mind, obviously, first and foremost. What people really want to know is, Will, have you come up with any of your five picks this week? I believe it is. Is it five Thursday? I, I have an idea of who I'm going to pick for a competition standpoint. I probably won't. No, don't say. Spill, 
Right. I won't say, but I have an idea of what I'm going to But do. what is it? It's five this what five this week or five Thursday? Five Thursday, five Friday. Five Thursday, five Friday. Wow. Are you finding it difficult to come up with the 10? Um, I think narrowing it is harder than finding five. I found I, I liked more games on Friday than Thursday, but mm-hmm. um, no, I mean, I look, I, it's always it's always a question of you're going to have five winners if you're betting enough games. It's just narrowing and you yeah. know picking through and getting rid of the ones you don't like as much. So I'm excited. Had a little anxiety. You know, everyone asked me last week, "Are you nervous?" I'm like, "No, I'm not nervous." Now I'm a little nervous. Everyone calling me the leader. I feel like <laughs> there's a little pressure to not go 0 and 10 here and just yeah. spit it up. So I'd like to not lose. Yeah, 0 and 10 would not be good. That would not be good. No. Um, all right, you were kind enough to join us for the uh, the Megapod, the March Madness Megapod, which we did with Jeff Parles and Todd Wishnev. Uh, which was a blast as always. Todd has a Meshuggah of Final Four. We're just dying it. Well, we can, and he watches more college basketball than a human on earth. Um, we'll let people listen to the podcast who are curious about that. You have a Final Four, and I, if you could let us know who your Final Four is with the surprise one at the end, if you would. I went Texas, Arizona, the University of Connecticut, and I took Florida Atlantic. I also bet them 40 to 1. They were 41 at Bet Rivers. I just looked. Uh, it's down to 30 to 1. Maybe you're better off with a money line rollover. I just, I know everyone's picking against Purdue, and that's always dicey. I just think if they can get by Memphis, which is obviously not going to be easy, Memphis is really good. It was a tough draw. I think they match up reasonably well against Purdue. They actually have a big, they can throw at Edie, and they can spread the floor at them with their guard play. They got two really outstanding guards. And hey, if you get to the Sweet 16 with a 40 to 1 ticket, right. you can go from there, and, and anything's possible. So, like Todd, I, I respect Todd's, you know, sort of approach here where you got to have some fun with it. You got to be different. You don't want to pick all the ones and the twos. It's, uh, it it never seems to it's usually chalk for like half the bracket and then you get a couple wild ones so kind of have a little fun with it yeah and the florida atlantic thing and correct me if i'm wrong it really does come down to we've mentioned this before which is that region i believe it's the east that region is just absolutely you know it's the easiest of the bunch even when you aggregate the overall seeds of the uh, of the first four seeds in that region you see that just you know just quantify it that way even if you go beyond that you can quantify it that way but it's the notion that if Memphis or Florida Atlantic win that game either could upset Purdue and go far the same token Purdue same thing like they could go out in that second round or also if they get past the winner of Memphis FAU they could go far is that kind of it Yep, absolutely. Uh, I would say this, and it ties into Purdue. I was, sh- I, I'm a little surprised the one seed lines are a little light. I mean, you look at it: nineteen and a half with Houston, twenty-three and a half with Bama, twenty-two with Kansas. I'm, I'm curious. We don't have a Purdue line, obviously. I would look to bet Purdue Friday because remember they got upset by St. Peter's last year. Uh, so I, I don't think they're going to take anybody lightly. And mm-hmm. St. Peter's was a 15 seed. So uh, you might see the foot on the gas a little bit from Purdue. So I would look towards betting Purdue. I'm curious what that line will be. So I don't know. Did you have the same thought? I, I, look, I've been betting this tournament for a lot of years. Yeah. I don't remember the 16 seeds being like 19 point spreads, 20 point spreads. I remember in like the 30s, mid 30s, unless I'm remembering that. No, we, we've all said that. It's like yeah. we can remember, and I don't know if Duke played Howard, but I can remember last time Howard was in. Like they were like a 31, 32 point dog. Yeah. And, I, and I don't think they covered either, by the way, or was close in the end. But there was, it, it was routinely 30 plus points. And I do think if you aggregate the, again, the, the 14s, the 13s, and the 12s, those spreads are smaller than they've ever been before. So it's uh, it's a different day, and it's a different kind of year, that's for sure. So let, let's finesse this. So we don't want to give your contest picks, 
But you you did say on the podcast that you liked a couple things. Are you willing to share a couple yeah. of those? Sure. I like I, I do like West Virginia. I bet West Virginia. I just think you got a, a toss up game here between a Big 12 team and a Big 10 team. Give me the Big 12 team. I, I don't really trust Maryland. They haven't played well uh, away from home. Uh, a lot of Virginia's losses recently have been against Kansas. You know, they, these Big 12 teams, they beat up on each other. So I don't think their record is reflective of how good they are. So uh, I do like West Virginia. I know we're up against the break here, so we can come back and talk about uh, some more of the games. We will. I'm with you on West Virginia, too. It's more of a fate of Maryland for me than anything yeah. as well. Um, and among the other things we'll talk about here on the other side, some NBA plays, if, if Will has any. But specifically, are you ready for this, Kelly? This what notion a- that uh, Nikola Jokic is a lock for MVP. Might that not be the case anymore? Might Joel Embiid sneak in and win the MVP? We'll get Will's thoughts on that and some of the division plays as well that we brought up yesterday, including those very same Sixers and maybe a flyer on a long shot in the Pacific. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team's here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game for VSIN experts like Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops Peterson. Sign up today to get the betting guides plus full access to VSIN through the end of the tournament for only $19 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Still to come on the show today, Paul Carr, Champions League picks. If you want some uh, soccer action today, since uh, I got nothing in tennis, we'll go Champions League. Uh, Mike Pritchard on the NFL, Matt Brown, Valspar. Talk some golf with uh, Matt and Kelly a little later on the show. Um, and we'll do our little, uh, our, we'll do our draft to win it all. Kelly Elliot. and us. Yeah. Yeah, maybe some maybe some fists will be thrown. Who the knows? winner the winner gets to uh, gets a free weekend at the Hills Residence uh, out east. You just get to go crash with Will. Hill oh, at the William Hill Residence. Yeah, oh, right. that would be fun because Will's got kids. Will. You're in charge of making breakfast. You got to make pancakes and everything. Oh, you yeah. do. Yeah, I see. Okay, that sounds uh, not fun. <laughs> uh, Will Hill joins us once again. Will again at not the Will Hill. Will plug your uh, Twitch. What do you got going on? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Gold Boys Network and Gold Boys Discord. So check that out. We shows Tuesday and Thursday, 1 o'clock Eastern and uh, throughout the week. So appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Let's, before we get to the NBA, let's do one of these other things. Where Again, Will is, is currently with a two-game lead with 10 to go in the uh, Circuit College Hoops Challenge at VSIN. He's 23-11-1 on the season. And we're doing this whole thing where it's like Will doesn't want to give away his uh, picks for uh, you know competitive purposes. Yet... Will does have some thoughts. He gave one before the break on West Virginia over Maryland. Let's have one more if we could, if we could finesse this. I am like the rest of the world. I like Furman uh, tomorrow. I just think, you know, Virginia plays slow. They don't shoot free throws well. Furman's really good on offense. Uh, I don't think you're going to get in a full court like track meet with, with Virginia. They just get back too well defensively. But, man, if you watch Virginia, we were talking about on the Megapod, how that team's a four seed, I have no idea. Furman's legit. So I know everyone's on it, but I'm on it too. Sometimes these come through when everyone's on them too. I mean, people always worry about being too public or too, uh, you know, on, on the same game too much. But I remember a couple of years ago, it was Virginia and I think it was Ohio. And everyone bet Ohio. It went from like plus eight to plus four or five. And Ohio won the game outright. So sometimes everyone, uh, everyone is right. And sometimes everyone wins. Uh, and I, do, I have plays on the games tonight too. I actually like Texas Southern. 
Uh, fairly Dickinson, I was looking at them. Man, they are the smallest Division One team I've ever seen. They play a 5'8 guard, a 5'9 guard. Their forwards are like 6'4 and 6'6. <laughs> so I know they'll be a little quicker than Texas Southern, but they're going to get killed on the glass. They're not very good defensively. So uh, I do like Texas Southern tonight, and I also bet Nevada. I think that's a pretty good matchup. Arizona State's guards cannot shoot the ball. They really rely on getting to the rim, finishing. Nevada plays a, a 7-footer and a 6'10 guy, Baker and Himes. Uh, Seven feet respectively and six ten respectively, not combined. That would be uh, that wouldn't be that tall, but I think Nevada <laughs> will be able to wall off the rim and, and make Arizona State shoot the ball, which they can't. I like it. Texas Southern and Nevada for a couple uh, first four in uh, plays tonight, as we round out the uh, the sixty four team field that begins, of course, Thursday morning. Just Fair- to clarify, it's not like the Bobon commercials where there are three children, <laughs> which is hilarious. On top of each other, yes. yeah. <laughs> He does good commercials, man. The one with Malika Andrews is just hilarious. Yeah. He dribbles the ball. He dribbles the ball. Dribbles That's, <laughs> but you know what? That was the thing that I remember the Wishnev story. I was at the uh, at the restaurant with Wishnev, and I'm like, can you imagine? We were watching a tennis match in there. I was like, do you imagine if play-by-play right, on tennis exactly. was, and there's a forehand, and there's a backhand, and then Wishnev proceeds to do it loudly it in, in the whole restaurant? restaurant? Yeah. Oh, my God. That Will, was that. doesn't the, sound uh, like Todd. But how much money's up for grabbing in the, in the, uh, the Circa contest? I don't even know this time around. Mm, great question. You'll be amazed I mean, by not, the answer. It's more, I think there's a, there's a cabana uh, giveaway. There's a trophy. There's some other sort of, it's not really a cash prize. Okay. It's some okay. Sort of, uh, yeah. Yeah. And a chance to meet Will Hill. I think is, is the big prize. It's kind of a big deal for everybody else. I yeah. would win that prize. I mean, that seems like a weird prize for me to win. <laughs> you no, know, it's for everybody else. Will. you're just, you okay. just they just put you in there. Um, okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about this NBA thing. Cause it has been, I'm gonna go French here. Fait accompli that Nikola Jokic was going to win his third straight MVP award. Now, I brought this up before where it's, it's Larry Joe Bird, it's Bill Russell, it's Will Chamberlain. Those are the only three people who have ever won three straight MVPs in the NBA. Not Jordan, not anybody else. So, Nikola Jokic, I brought up with, you know, voters, that this could be a bugaboo for them because it's sort of like, okay, well, we're really going to put Nikola Jokic on that Mount Rushmore of MVP history because really, this is the year he probably should win, but we kind of gave it to him in more debatable circumstances the previous two years. Do we really want to do that? So there was that that I did mention swirling around. But now the Nuggets have lost four straight games, and the numbers in the market have changed. And my, I guess my question to you, Will, is really a four-game losing streak is going to change the dynamics of this? I think that's part of it. And I think, look, I, I was, we were talking about this off the air and I was texting you about it. You listen to some of these mainstream basketball podcasts, whether it's Bill Simmons, who's not only a mainstream voice, but he's a voter. Zach Lowe has a huge basketball podcast. He's a voter. If you listen to them, they, they have some strong, like Embiid sentiment in terms of this is far from over Embiid just hit a buzzer beater. Um, and, and just to sort of paraphrase Zach Lowe, he said a couple things that were interesting, and, and I think it's called the Low Post. So go listen to that if you want a little more information, because uh, I think it's telling. And his, his case for Embiid was, you know, Jokic, his team was lapping the field in net rating, you know, margin of victory, all these things. And that's not sort of the case anymore. There's not a discernible difference between the Sixers and the Nuggets. So now it comes down to more just the stats, and Embiid's got the points per game and things like that. And Jokic, he can question his defense. Um, so I think it's open. I don't know that it's bettable. I'm seeing like plus 175 now for Embiid. No, Do you really I'm want to bet it? Plus at at DraftKings, I'm seeing minus 125 on Jokic and plus 130 on Embiid. Wow. And Giannis, Giannis plus 475 lurking. Yeah. 
I like it's it funny. If Giannis had the game sac- uh, in primetime that he had a- against Sacramento on Monday night, that would have both them. Sometimes it's when you play these games. If you have a big primetime game, that boosts you. But, man, we, we talk about it all the time. It's not just who you bet. It's when you bet them. I mean, you could have Jokic 12, 13 to 1 um, end of November, I think. You could have him beat at longer numbers. I don't know what you guys think. I, plus 125 or whatever. That's just not long enough for me. Kelly, what do you think? This could happen? Embiid? And, Man, and by it, the way, there's if if the Sixers win the Atlantic is also out there, right? And and that might matter to right. some people. I think that's de- I think that's definitely going to matter. I think it's going to matter where the Nuggets finish in the West. Like if I mean if somehow they get caught for that one seed, then absolutely this is live. I think. And, and you know, on the other side of that, if the 76ers make make a run somehow up the Eastern Conference, then yeah, totally. I. I I just keep going back to those on-off splits uh, with Jokic versus Embiid and Giannis, and it is just—it's not even close. And I know that needs to take into account what the rest of the teams look like. And Philly and Milwaukee do have better teams, so of course, when Jokic goes off the court, it's going to impact that more. But those numbers—you go back and compare those over the past three years between these three guys. This year, it's even more outlandish than we've seen the the other two years. So, I—I don't—I still like Jokic. I'm, I'll tell you what, though, Gil, it's not. I'm not running to bet it at minus one twenty-five. No, this no. is a, this is a market I haven't had a bet in all year, just mainly because I think Giannis is the best basketball player in the world. So if I can't get argue to get a number on him that's going to get home, then I'm not yeah. going to probably be betting this. Embiid thirty-three point four points a game and ten point zero rebounds, so a averaging a double double this year. Uh, Nikola Jokic famously averaging a triple double, twenty-four point seven, eleven point nine, and ten point zero. With a grand total of twenty-seven triple doubles for those who love triple doubles. And real quick to Will's point, where, where that you know, I just I pulled up the season-long stuff over at Cleaning the Glass right now, where that efficiency differential comes in. I, he's right. It is now Mil, it's Milwaukee fourth, Philly fifth, Denver sixth for the entire season. Will, real quick before we go, because we only got two minutes, because I want to do rapid fire. Uh, Philly is plus is is Philly's four to one to win the Atlantic. Either uh, one game back, would you play it? Yes, probably won't win, but I think it's worth a shot at four to one. I played plus four seventy five yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Now? yeah. So I would shop around. If you grab that, I think it's absolutely worth playing. Any flyers on the Hawks in the Southeast who are two and a half back, or any real flyers on the Warriors or the Clippers who are six games back in the loss column with about you know fifteen to play, roughly eighteen nah, to one, on. eighteen to one, and thirty to one. It's not a bad idea, but the, I know the Kings' schedule is tough. They're going to win enough games. They're going to all they need to do is basically split their games. They'll be fine. It's just not enough runway. I don't think. I would love to see that get I'm, interesting. I'm finally on board with Will on this. By the way, he's been talking about it for like two months. Which I, one? The the Kings to win the division. Uh, like I finally uh, got that bet in. I told you my story. <laughs> I'm like I'm going to wait till they lose a couple to the Knicks, the Suns, and the uh, and the uh, who was it? The Bucks. Oh, this will be great. And then Durant hurts and then himself. Durant. Uh, terrible. Any picks tonight, Will? NBA, real quick. No, haven't looked at anything NBA uh, at all. I'll, I'll give you one f- fun one to discuss, maybe at a further time. There's some sentiment now. I don't know if you can bet the NBA draft where you guys are, but there's some sentiment for Miller becoming the Ooh. second pick in the draft. I'm seeing Ooh. some seven to one, eight to one, and uh, I guess Henderson got hurt. Miller's played great, so maybe maybe Miller you can get a good price. We are going to look at that later, that. right? Talking about later in the show. Kelly yeah. Kelly brought that yeah. up yesterday. Yeah, that's a tease. They call that a tease in the business. <laughs> they do. Um, yeah, off the court matters. Be damned, I guess on that as well. Thank you, Will. Good luck in the contest, man. We're all rooting for you. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. See ya. Will Hill at Not The Will Hill. That's with two E's at Not The Will Hill. Two-game lead over both Jim Root and Tim Murray, who we like as well. So maybe I shouldn't say we're rooting for Will Hill because then it sounds like I'm not rooting for those guys.
If they were here, I'd say I'm rooting for them. It's not good. We're kind of rooting for Willow. Coming back, Champions League picks with Paul Carr next. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hey there, Kelly. BetMGM's offering basketball fans a chance to win big, and I mean really, really big. How big, you ask? It is. Sorry. How big, yo? Thank you. (laughs) BetMGM March Matchups $10 million Perfect Bracket Challenge. Whoa free to play it. It's only at the King of Sportsbooks. Pick a perfect bracket and you'll be the legend that takes home the $10 million grand prize. If you fall a little short, well, the player with the most correct picks for the entire tournament wins a guaranteed top prize of $100,000. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Colorado, Washington, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-N, excuse me, H-O-P-E-N-Y, that's 467-369. In New York, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas and Nevada, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Contest not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the, uh, the feedback. Good, bad, funny. Uh, Mike United Great, who now refers to himself on Twitter as Hans Gruber, has texted and he said, yeah, these guys were talking smack about John McClain on the podcast. You realize Nakatomi wasn't all fun and games for us, some of us. It's a reference to uh, somehow we got to Villanova and Dwayne McClain <laughs> and like, Gary McClain in the 80s. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, we got there. Podcast is all over the place. Uh, this was from Dave A. Bets on the road. For the prize, oh, for the, uh, for the Circa College Basketball Prize. The uh, the Circa College Hoops Challenge. He said, you should reveal the best sushi restaurant in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, Tom Hudgens. Podcast highlight was your reaction to the Silent S contest. Hilarious. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Will brought up. The Silent S contest. Like all the little details you can come up with in the round of 64. Will Hill brought up on the podcast. There's a game tomorrow in Des Moines between Arkansas and Illinois. <laughs> that is pretty good. That is pretty good. I couldn't think of anything else for like five <laughs> the, minutes of the, the podcast. Silent ass Super Bowl. <laughs> In Des Moines. In Des Moines. Arkansas is playing <laughs> Illinois. 
Uh, that was pretty good. Jared Earls is uh, sort of uh, piggybacking on my college basketball formula. He says, since 2006, the NCAA tournament winner has been either a number one seed or UConn. Is that true? Will a non-number one, non-UConn team win the national championship? Who? I don't think that's true, by the way, what he's saying. Can get Houston, Alabama, Kansas, Purdue, and UConn combined for plus 115. Is that a bet? Johnny Ringo, PSA. Oh, he's talking about Survivor at DraftKings. He goes, PSA, be careful when entering the DraftKings Survivor Pool. It spans several states and will not allow one to pick games being played within the state you're located in. Taking chess to a whole nother dimension. Thank you, Johnny Ringo. That's a good one. And Stuart Carlin, Indian Wells, never seen a tournament where more players win the first set than lose the match. Incredible. Your thoughts. Uh, Stuart, my thoughts on Indian Wells have been, again, betting aside, because I know we're like 24-7 immersed in betting. It's all I do all day long. That's the kind of human being I am. But yes, backing just even off that alone and just appreciating what's in front of us, one of the great tennis tournaments uh, in terms of uh, the matches from match to match, and just yesterday was phenomenal. All round of 16 matches on both sides in one day. They used to do that at Wimbledon on Manic Mondays. Uh, Indian Wells about the last place they still do that, so it was it was fantastic. Paul Carr joins us. He's got some Champions League picks for us. How you doing, Paul? I'm good. I have the answer to your seed title winning question. Oh, please. Yes. Uh, it's close. Villanova was a two in 2016. Yeah. And everybody else since 07 was a one or Yukon. So just miss a Villanova was a two. Interesting. So almost, but not quite. Now you, you Paul Carr, before we get to your champions league picks, and by the way, Paul Carr, true media networks. Also, of course, the expected value podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Paul C A R R. You are involved in more than one kind of, betting vehicle for March Madness. What do you play? Yeah. And let me be clear. I am no college basketball expert. Uh, I've watched a lot of KU games this year and that's about it. So I'm coming to this from a casual fan standpoint, but I have a survivor pool. Love it. You've talked about that. I think I stole your idea two, three years ago and got my buddies into it. So I think I'm kind of like in Tennessee for Thursday, but I'm not certain. haven't locked that in yet. Yeah. And the other one, just a wins draft. So we have eight people. You end up with eight teams, and we're just doing a snake draft, and you just draft your teams, and most wins, wins. I love that. Just that simple. Yeah. It's it's super simple, but it's fun because inevitably it gets decided by, you know, some 10 seed that wins two or three games. Or last year, you know, Carolina was an eight and made it to the title game. So that pretty much decided who won our pool because someone drafted them, you know, fourth or something. Uh, so it's super easy, super fun. The hardest part is just, like, get hammering it out and getting everyone to make their picks in by – Tip off on Thursday. <laughs> That's right. That is that is always the toughest part. I like that. So just the aggregate wins, just collective mm-hmm. wins, and there you go. There's your winner. Yep. With a modest cash prize, of course, Paul. Of All course. Right. Champions League. Uh, we're still in the round of 16, I guess we call it. And yeah, again, second leg. Yeah. Round of 16. Okay, so second leg. Is there a quirk we need to know about? Does it make it a little squirrely? A little bit. It's just... Know that these bets are all 90 minutes. There's the chance of extra time. There is no more away goals rule. They got rid of that before last season. Thank goodness. So if it's tied on aggregate after 90 minutes, they go to extra time. But most of bets only include 90 minutes. If you have a team to advance to qualify, that's a, a separate bet. But almost all your bets, whether they're props or sides, will be for 90 minutes only. Okay. So, But, but unlike the first leg, you could have situations where a team is – satisfied with a draw, let's Correct. say, and can just sort yes. of play kickball the rest of the way. Yeah. Real Madrid, Liverpool today is that example. Real Madrid won five to two at Liverpool in the first leg. So Madrid can lose by two and still go through. So you get these weird situations where 
maybe Madrid's down two to one late. They don't care. You know, they're not going to need to press for a goal. They don't even care if they give up a goal because they'd have to give up two to not get through. So it, it definitely makes things a little squirrely. The odds look a little off when you look at them the first time. And it's like, that doesn't seem right. But yet they got to factor in kind of what a team has to do to advance. So did you make a bet on this game knowing all that? Real Madrid, Liverpool. I think I skipped this one yeah. on the first leg because I didn't know what would happen. And, you know, I said everything was on the table and that included 5-2 Real Madrid after Liverpool led 2-0. Uh, so I'm staying away from a side for kind of the reasons I laid out. I think there's going to be goals here one way or the other. Real Madrid is not a we're just going to sit back and bunker type of team. They will defend, but then they'll hit you on the counter. That's kind of how they prefer to play. So I think this game plays into their hands. Liverpool still has attacking firepower. The defense is still suspect. I think we're going to get goals here. Uh, so I played over three and a half at plus 150 a couple days ago. It's down to about plus 130, which is a little bit thin, but not the worst thing. Uh, you, could, you might be able to find like over three a little bit, you know, just a little bit juicy, which wouldn't be bad either. So that's what I played. I played over three and a half at plus 150, although that price itself is probably not still around. Okay. Uh, you'd play it down to what number then? A, a plus 125 would be as okay. far as I'd be willing to go there. All right. It's Real Madrid um, from La Liga, Liverpool from the Premier League. The other one is Napoli from Serie A against Eintracht Frankfurt from Bundesliga. Well, you do that send, so well. Send shivers up my spine for ancestral <laughs> reasons. Uh, what do you What do you like here? Uh, so this is probably the biggest mismatch of the whole round. Uh, Napoli won two 0 in the first leg at Frankfurt, so you know they just need a draw or even a one goal loss to go through. But Napoli is just so much better. I mean, there's a case that the second, maybe third best team in Europe right now. Uh, they they dominated the first leg. Eintracht Frankfurt had five shots, and I think this is just going to look Oof. a lot like that. Napoli is good defensively, going to strangle the life out of this game. I played under half a goal for Eintracht Frankfurt at plus, I got it at plus 115. I saw it at plus 105 this morning. As long as you're getting plus money, I think you're okay there. Um, so, you know, if you want to make it Napoli win to nil, you know, you can get a slightly better price on that. Uh, I just play, I don't think Eintracht Frankfurt's going to score. Randall Colomuani, their best scorer, is out for this game uh, with injury. So he's not going to be there. Napoli is just going to grind out a, a win, maybe a, even a nil-nil draw. They're going to be fine with here and, and move on. So under half a goal for Eintracht Frankfurt is what I played. All right. So over three and a half goals in the Real Madrid-Liverpool game and under half a goal for Eintracht Frankfurt in the other one today in the Champions League, those odds uh, that we posted courtesy of BetMGM. Real quick, we only have uh, 45 seconds here, Paul, but uh, your Dolphins, Jalen Ramsey signed to a deal. And uh, we didn't even mention Kelly, except on Twitter, Mike Gawaida. That's right. That's right. With the Miami Dolphins. Uh, did you read into that? Do you like that? I mean, he seems like a competent backup. The Dolphins need a competent backup given to his injury history. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, that was really all I wanted from that standpoint of the season. Get a competent backup. I hope they can reinforce the offensive line a little bit because that was part of the reason he kept getting injured. But I think they're doing good things and they're kind of going for it with now two more years of Tua because they've committed to that fifth year. So, they're going to go for it. So you got to do that when you have a, a rookie contract, a rookie quarterback uh, on that contract for a couple more years. For sure. Paul, thank you. Uh, we appreciate the uh, the action picks in the Champions League, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Rock Chalk, let's go. Rock Chalk. He loves himself some Jayhawks. Best college basketball venue there is. 
there at Kansas as well, if you ever can check out a game there. We'll come back. Mike Pritchard on the National Football League, including this uh, Lamar Jackson tweet. Is he telling us he's re-signing with Baltimore? What's happening? It's next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.